Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, it's The World in 10. Every day, the biggest world stories told with the expertise and analysis of the Times of London. Today, with Stuart Willey and Rebecca Myers. We'll be hearing about the Desert Kingdom hoping to bid for one of the biggest sporting events in the world, a tough relationship between two major countries. Our reporter sits down with the president of Moldova, and there's a celebrity fitness trainer who's got his eye on getting you off the sofa. Saudi Arabia has made plenty of headlines in the world of sport recently, spending billions on hosting major events from the Live Golf Tournament to Formula One, and more recently, a big money buy-up of big-name football players to play in their new league. Now, the Times' chief sports reporter has the exclusive that they are campaigning for support in European football for a bid to host the 2034 World Cup. Martin Ziegler says they have been approaching senior figures in Europe in football to get their backing and have changed tack slightly. Initially, they were considering a 2030 joint bid with Egypt, but now they're planning to aim to host solo in 2034. And the frontrunner for 2030 seems to be a joint bid between Spain, Morocco and Portugal. According to Martin's report, Saudi Arabia are also insisting they can hold it in the summer, despite the extreme heat. Using venues at higher altitude in milder cities, unlike Qatar, with a similar climate, who decided to host it in December. Now, Martin told us of all the events Saudi have hosted recently, the Football World Cup really would be the ultimate ambition for the country's rulers. It's either the World Cup or the Olympics, and I, I think it's very much football where they've been concentrating, spending huge amounts of money on some of the star names so they've seen what Qatar did their very small neighbor I think there's definitely some envy there and I think perhaps they think you know if they can do it we can do it and much better and uh, reinstate our position as the as the dominant force in the Gulf I think that there's Saudi Arabia's claim is you know what they they want to make their population fitter healthier um, and they think that also there's no reason why you know, parts of the, a part of the world or the Gulf should be excluded from hosting major sports events. A few months ago, India overtook China to become the world's most populous country. And these two massive neighbours are increasingly jostling for influence. Yes, sometimes we see this jostling at international summits, much like the G20, which is being held in India next weekend. This is a chance for the world's biggest economies to meet. The Times reporter in Delhi is Amrit Dillon. She's been looking at one key relationship. 
Yes, well, India-China relations are not very good at the moment. And as luck would have it, in the run-up to the G20 summit, there have been a couple of developments. One is that China issued a map of China recently, in which one Indian state and a disputed area were both marked as being part of China. But more seriously than that, there's been a three-year border conflict between the two countries. What India has realized recently is that China is building a lot of infrastructure. Satellite imagery shows a lot of bunkers and tunnels, helipads, uh, airfields in the disputed areas between the two countries on the border between them. They've had 19 rounds of talks ever since the first border clash uh, broke out, and they've got precisely nowhere. And so it was thought that the G20 summit might provide a chance for a bit of an informal chat between Prime Minister Narendra Modi and the Chinese president. But there are newspaper reports just this morning saying that uh, the Chinese president may not come. And no one knows the reason. Possibly it could be that at the moment things are not looking very good between the two countries. So India's Prime Minister Narendra Modi must be disappointed that both the Russian and the Chinese presidents won't be attending. Of course, it's disappointing that they aren't coming, but I'm sure everyone expected uh, that Putin would not be able to. Chinese uh, president, that, that has come as a bit of a surprise because even the other day, Various pundits and experts were talking on television just yesterday, in fact, saying that he's definitely coming because the Chinese, the big convoy of cars uh, has been sent for him. I'm not sure what happened at the last moment. There'll still be 38 heads of state, Stuart, uh, coming. So it'll still be a big moment that uh, India is very keen to host and very keen that it should go off well. Every day here on The World in 10, we are lucky enough to chat with Times journalists all over the globe, whether in Venezuela, Zimbabwe, Ukraine. And Ukraine is where Mark Bennett joins us from. Mark, you're back in Kherson after travelling to Moldova, and you sat down for an interview with the president. Yeah, I met, it was, I met um, President Sandu on actually the day after Independence Day from the Soviet Union. They, uh, Moldova became independent in 1991. It's now bidding to join the um, European Union along with Ukraine. And since the war started, Moldova has basically been next on Putin's hit list. general feeling is that if Putin had been successful in conquering Ukraine rapidly, then his troops would have moved on and um, onto the Moldovan capital, Kishinev. So President Sandu is obviously concerned that Russia still has designs on the country. The immediate threat, military threat, has um, been reduced slightly since... Um, Russian troops were forced to retreat in November from Kherson, which is just 150 miles from the Moldovan capital. But she said um, Russia had plans to launch a coup to topple her. Um, she also said that Russian dirty money has been pumped into elections, that they're having to tackle disinformation, which is a serious problem in um, Moldova. Actually. So why is Russia so keen on, on this tiny country between Ukraine and Romania? Yeah, well, when um, President Sandu was elected in 2020, she basically took Moldova out of the Kremlin's sphere of influence. And it's kind of unacceptable for Putin to lose. It's a, to see a decline in Russian influence in former Soviet republics. But yeah, I mean, he, he doesn't want to see Moldova kind of as, he's, uh, as he views it um, slip away to the West. So you were sat in the presidential office in Kisinau. What was the message Maya Sandu wanted you to, to take away? She wants more help, yeah. She wants um, security assistance. She said that uh, 
the West Europe to help Ukraine, firstly, and Moldova. And she was quite clear that, uh, she said, Moldova's fate depends on Ukraine's resistance. Mark, thank you so much. And look out for more reporting to come from Mark in Kherson, a city under daily fire from Russia on the Times app and website. The world of music is an intense place with super high standards ensuring the very best performances. But it's also been a place known for fiery tempers and demanding training and rehearsals. And now that intensity is in the spotlight after Sir John Elliot Gardner withdrew from the proms, Britain's big classical music festival recently, after allegations that he assaulted a singer after a performance. And now he's announced he's withdrawn from all engagements until next year and said he was taking time out to seek specialist help. He has apologised, saying he was heartbroken to have caused distress and that he was determined to learn from his mistakes. With the Times digital subscription, you can read much more on this story. Find out more at thetimes.co.uk. So, Rebecca, have you ever done a Joe Wicks workout? I have, for my sins. Many years ago, actually, I I sort of gave it a go and then in lockdown gave it a go again, despite the fact that it was extremely painful and left me sort of hobbling around the house the first time. I mean, they're basically like very, they're high intensity interval training, hit workouts, 15, 20 minutes. And they are they are high intensity. That they does what it says on the tin. Um, but they really took the UK by storm in our coronavirus lockdown and the pandemic lockdowns. Everyone's stuck at home, um, and I think people initially just turned to it anyway because he was quite well known at that point. You couldn't He's, escape him. He was on television every morning. He was on the internet. He was just if you everywhere. were in Britain during lockdown, it was just shocking. Exactly, and and he ended up launching. You know, he has this YouTube channel. He ended up launching PE with Joe, where he sort of he was on television he was on youtube and people were tuning in like with their kids at home at the time you know sort of during homeschooling but also adults Mm. were just doing it to to stay active in lockdown and we were watching i think in our millions actually so now having clearly conquered the uk to a degree that can't be bettered he is off to america he is indeed he'll be based in california in santa monica when he's over there though because he's not moving full time telling the times he's going to do his best to have an impact over there Yes, no word exactly on what that will look like right now. But if it's anything like what Joe Wicks has done in the UK, he is going to be trying to make the nation active, targeting everyone who's sat on their sofas eating eating popcorn and relaxing. And I think young people as well. He, he's recently offered teachers in the UK the opportunity to use his app for free to help kind of have knock-on effects for the kids that they teach. You know, you have a healthy, active teacher, healthy, active children, I think is his thinking. So, yeah, here he, here he comes. Watch out. I'm going to have a ripped physique by Christmas. <laughs> And that's all for today. Come back for much more tomorrow. Thanks for joining us on The World in 10. 